0: From local markets to global retailers, Stripe helped me expand my reach and grow my business with ease. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit Stripe.com
1: tapiphone Tap iPhone. These are the Daily Tech Headlines for Tuesday, January 19th, 2021. I'm Rich Straffolino. Twitter announced it's partnering with the Indian social app Daily Hunt to bring Twitter moments to the platform. A new dedicated tab called Twitter Moments India on Daily Hunt will showcase curated tweets around topical news and events like Twitter moments on Twitter. Daily Hunt claims to have 285 million daily users with support for 14 local languages in India. Microsoft announced it entered into a long-term strategic relationship with GM's self-driving vehicle subsidiary, Cruise. This will see Microsoft make a $2 billion equity investment, bringing Cruise's valuation up to $30 billion. As part of the deal, Cruise will use Azure's cloud services to help scale its operations. Microsoft has offered a connected vehicle platform as part of Azure for several years, with announced partnerships with Volkswagen, Renault Nissan, LG Electronics, the automotive supplier Farasia, and TomTom. India's IT ministry sent an email to WhatsApp head Will Cathcart calling on the app to withdraw its planned update to its data sharing policy. The ministry is seeking clarification on how the update impacts data sharing with Facebook and third parties and questions why the EU is exempt from the policy change. WhatsApp originally planned to implement the new policy on February 8th, but is delaying enforcement until May 15th. The updated policy would give WhatsApp business users the option to use secure hosting services from Facebook, which could use data collected for personalized advertising on Facebook. Turkey's Information and Communication Technologies Authority announced it began imposing advertising bans on Twitter, Periscope, and Pinterest in the country, citing a failure by those platforms to appoint local representatives in accordance with new laws regulating social media. These representatives are responsible for responding to content removal decisions by the government. Deputy Transport Minister Omer Fatih Seyan said the platform would also face caps on bandwidth if not compliant, cut down by 50% in March, then 90% in April. Earlier this week, Facebook said it would appoint a local representative in Turkey, and YouTube said it would do so last month. All four companies have previously been fined for noncompliance with the law, which went into effect October 1st. The URL for the social media network Parler was updated with a message from CEO John Mates pledging to welcome back its users soon. The platform was suspended from Amazon Web Services earlier this month for failure to implement a system to identify and remove content that cited violence, which took the platform offline. A Whois search now shows the domain hosted by Epic, the domain registrar for Gab and 8chan. However, a spokesperson for Epic said it does not provide web hosting for Parler. Qualcomm announced the Snapdragon 870 system on a chip, a successor to the Snapdragon 865 for device makers that need top-tier performance at a sub-$800 price tag without all the latest features of the flagship Snapdragon 888. The 870 offers the same Cryo 585 CPU and Adreno 650 GPU cores as the 865, but's clocked 10% faster at 3.2 GHz. The first phones with the chip will ship later in Q1 from Motorola, OnePlus, Oppo, and Xiaomi. Acer announced new Chromebooks aimed at the education market. All offer spill resistant keyboards and are tested to meet the MIL standard 810H military durability standards. The Acer Spin 512 and Spin 511 are convertible Chromebooks with 12 and 11 inch screens, respectively. They offer Intel N4500 and N5100 processors, up to 64GB of storage, 8GB of RAM, and 10 hours of battery life, coming to Europe in March and North America in April. The 512 starts at $429, the 511 $399. The Chromebook 511 and Chromebook 311, meanwhile, are 11-inch ARM-powered Chromebooks. The 511 uses the Qualcomm Snapdragon 7C and includes an LTE modem, while the 311 uses a MediaTek MT8183 system on a chip. Both claim 20 hours of battery life. The 311 launches in January in North America for $299. The 511 comes in April for $399. HP also launched Chromebooks for education. The Chromebook 14G7 is focused on teaching, offering a 14-inch display, ultra-wide webcam, dual microphones, Wi-Fi 6, HDMI out, and three USB-C ports. It runs Intel Celeron processors with up to 8GB of RAM. It's available in February, though no pricing was announced. HP also announced two versions of the HP Chromebook X360 11 convertibles and HP Chromebook 11G9 laptops, each form factor offering either Intel Celeron or MediaTek chips in combination with a 720p webcam, Wi-Fi 6, spill-resistant and tamper-resistant keyboards, and 8-megapixel rear cameras on the convertibles. The Intel-based Chromebook X360 11 comes out in March. All others are available later in January. Samsung's latest update to its SmartThings IoT platform brings support for Android Auto. This allows users to set up to six smart home devices like lights or door locks that can be toggled from Android Auto, in addition to several automations like coming home or going out, which can toggle groups of devices. The update is now live in the Play Store. And finally, last year Viacom CBS announced it would rebrand its CBS All Access service to Paramount Plus to better reflect the expanded content lineup after the CBS Viacom merger. The company now says the rebrand will go into effect March 4th in the U.S. and Canada, although Canadian users won't see an expanded content library until later in 2021. Paramount Plus will also launch in Latin America on that date, launching in the Nordic-European countries on March 25th, and arrive in Australia in mid-2021. Remember, for more discussion of the tech news of the day, subscribe to Daily Tech News Show at dailytechnewsshow.com. You can find show notes there and links to all these headlines there as well. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time.